0: You know I have a story for you, but you don't know what it is.
1: I'm anxious.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Give it to me. (laughs) So, I got caught up in probably my literal worst nightmare. Like, I actually have nightmares about this scenario. But, thankfully, it didn't, you know, it didn't end as bad as it does in my nightmares, because I'm still here. (laughs) But, (laughs) I was driving home from work, and... Like, it was a windy day, like, 70 mile per hour was kind of, like, the estimated high. And so I was driving some back roads. Yeah. And I was coming up to a small town on my way home, and I started getting all these alerts on my phone that a tornado is coming. Like, straight up coming. And, like, like, I'm, like... (laughs) Yeah, I know, right? I'm not home yet, which my first thought is my animals because of this band of, like, tornado weather is just driving through, like, you know, the entire central part of Nebraska, and so Mm -hmm. it's already, like, in the, in my town, where I live, and nobody's home, and, like, I'm like, there are pets, and I'm freaking out already, and, Mm
1: -hmm. like,
0: I'm, like, also having a full-on panic attack, because... I'm about to be caught in the middle of a tornado yes. thing in five minutes. They're like, take shelter now. It's it's coming. Like and so I I'm freaking the fuck out. I like pull up behind a McDonald's and I call Anna because she lives with this shit. She she's no, you know, stranger right. to tornado weather. So I'm calling her completely freaking out. And she's like totally like calm nothing, like, not even bothered, <laughs> and she's like, I know she's like, just, you know, like, take a deep breath and, like, do X, Y, Z, like, do these things, mm-hmm. and eventually, like, the the alarm started going off, and I'm panicking even more, because it's freaking me the fuck out, it's coming, like, it's getting close, and I can't see shit, because, like, it's starting to get really windy and rainy and whatever, and, uh, I... <laughs> I was told to take shelter in the McDonald's, because, I mean, like, that's the nearest building. <laughs> so I was like, okay, yes. I will. I, like, try running to the McDonald's, and I try one door. Uh, it doesn't have, like, a handle, though, on the outside, because it's just an fuck? exit door. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, no! not that door. <laughs> so I run around the building towards the front, and I go to pull on the door, but it's locked. Because, of course, they've locked the doors. There's tornadoes, like... Everybody's taking shelter already. I'm just the idiot who sat in my car panicking oh. for 10 minutes or whatever. And so, uh that somebody saw me freaking the fuck out and I was like I was about to throw the throw up everywhere. I was like freaking out. <laughs> Like, the doors are closed, they won't let me in. I'm on the phone with Anna, there's, there's this sirens going off, I'm freaking the fuck out. And then the managers, like, open the exit door that I tried to go in first, and they're like, come in, like, like they're like, you know, like, get your oh ass in God. here. So yeah. I, I run in, and they tell me which bathroom to go into, so I immediately go into the wrong bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> I go in there and look around, there's nobody in there, and they're like, no, the other bathroom. I know, I'm like a fucking mess. Oh my god. I am a fucking mess. And so I get to, into the other bathroom, and it's just all employees sitting around like the walls of the, I think it was the men's bathroom or whatever, and I go to sit down, and they're like, no, 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 don't sit there, and I sit right under the hand dryer, which goes off like right yes! above my head. <laughs> And uh, I'm, like, trying to stay on the phone with Anna, and she has to go, like, take shelter in the town that she's at, so, like, she's, Uh we're, like, going back and forth trying to stay in contact with each other, also, like, losing connection because of the weather. And we're all Mm -hmm. sitting in there, and, like, some people are not quite as panicked as I am, but more panicked than others, and then some are, like, Mm -hmm. looking out the windows, (laughs) like, watching the storm, (laughs) and... And, like, I eventually, like, get to a good state, and, like, shit's pop popping off. And, like, they, accord according to all I, like, what I was reading, I haven't looked into it much yet, but, like, I guess Storm Chasers did spot once in the southern part of the town that I was in, and it was heading mm-hmm. northeast, which would have been, like, directly towards where I was. But, like, Jesus. it just went, um... I don't know, east or west of us. I think it was east. So, mm-hmm. like, it didn't... Like, we didn't end up getting anything too bad. Like, it was... But it was freaky as shit, dude. Like, I've never, <laughs> never before. Ugh. And I hope I never have to again. But, I mean, at least... I know that I probably won't die. <laughs> if it happens <laughs> yes. again. Hopefully. But, like, ooh. It took me, like, after... uh After I, like, passed... Uh, it was just, like, a severe thunderstorm with high winds at that point, like, up to 80 miles mm-hmm. an hour. And so, like, I just kind of, like, chilled at the McDonald's for, like, 20 minutes to, so, like... Nice. Yeah, like, uh, you know, let myself calm down and had to to yes. drive home after that. And, like, everything was fine for the most part. A lot of shit was, like, broken outside, you know? Fences right. down and signs down or whatever. But, yeah, some shit did get fucked up in other areas. But, like, my apartment was okay for being on the third floor. Like, we were not, like, mm-hmm. our roof rip- wasn't ripped off or anything. But, dude. Uh, yeah, oh, the worst the shit out of nightmare. And then, yeah, yeah. But, and then the whole next day I was working in my home office. And they're putting mm-hmm. in a pool, like, basically right outside my fucking window. And so they had cement trucks in. And every time one of those cement trucks would, like, start spinning the drum, it sounded like the beginning of that, that tornado, the storm siren. Ugh. Every single time, I would get a little, like, PTSD, like, trigger. I'd be like, oh, And then, like, it would never reach that full siren, and I'm like- Yeah. Yeah,
1: all right, I'm okay. Yeah. Like, holy shit, dude. <laughs> oh yeah. my god, that sounds so traumatic. And the fact that, like- you just kept doing everything wrong at McDonald's <laughs> fucking employees probably thought like, I know this I was bitch isn't from here. So like, embarrassing I know. Oh yeah,
0: I made that known. I was like, This is like my first tornado and I was like, Well, I guess technically my second because when I lived in Grand Rapids in Michigan. Oh like, yeah. We had that I one remember when that happened. one itty bitty tornado incident yeah. where yeah, some people shit did get fucked up. But yeah like nothing nothing even came close to me, so It wasn't really much of an experience. I did sit in my bathtub for it, but... Yes. Yeah.
1: But, God, did you... Did the... So there were no other customers in the McDonald's? No, nobody was was there.
0: It was just me and the employees. And then after it all was over, like, I was just kind of chilling in the lobby. And they're like, you know, if you want to go home, you can go home. You can stay, like, here for a while, like, and see what you want to do or whatever but like some people had to stay with the store and they're mm-hmm. like, okay, so we'll throw out all the food that was in there, you know, and then we'll just wait for the first customer to make the whatever they need. Mm-hmm. And literally not even like two minutes after she says that somebody comes pulling through drive Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's Ugh. still like really oh. fucking like dangerous just to be outside because of the winds. And yeah, those fuckers, was, like four teenagers in a car. I mean. Oh
1: my god! Yeah, <laughs> of course. It, it was makes a sense.
0: fucking day.
1: Man, that was. But Wednesday. I'm glad that yeah. you at least found a McDonald's because if you're going through like one of those small towns and all there are like local shops and like yeah sketchy ass gas stations, like I feel like the McDonald's was a good safe space.
0: <laughs> That's exactly what I thought when I was going into town. I was like, <laughs> I need to at least park so I can like catch my breath because i was starting to lose it and i was like Mm -hmm. okay there's a mcdonald's and i'm like i know in my head i'm like if i have to take shelter i'm sure i can do it there because it's the most public thing i could think of and i just yeah i got lucky there but like i had to just be driving through that fucking part of the state at that fucking time like
1: (laughs) oh yeah yeah that's disaster uh, uh makes me cringe makes me nervous especially with the pets at home alone oh exactly. my god they're so they're so innocent they don't know what's going on yeah oh. and then
0: you know like if they get lost it's like your chances no of getting way to reunited. find them it, yeah oh, god
1: yeah I know I always I think about that and how I'm like huh I should probably get pumpkin a chip but then I'm like Nah, (laughs) when it comes
0: to it, (laughs) I was that was I was gonna do that before I moved out here. (laughs) I was gonna get Mm -hmm. Amy chipped, and then I was like, okay, I'll just do it when I move out here. Still haven't done it. (sighs) Now after 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 Wednesday, I'm like, I should probably get on that. But at the same time, I'm like, she's also really old. So by the time I eventually get her chipped, she probably (laughs) probably
1: gonna die. Right, <laughs> I know, and it's like <laughs> it's like also they have to be put under like Ooh, anesthesia to do it. Do they? Yeah, chip? yeah, because I had um, I think last year or something when I was getting pumpkin's teeth cleaned, they asked me if I also wanted to chip her during that process. Shut up! So I it. had a. <laughs> i know i know i should have but she was just under so much stress i'm like she doesn't need something else yeah (laughs) so i was like nah fuck it i'll wait and also the bill is already like four hundred dollars so i'm like i don't even want to know know how much for yeah 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 Yeah. so but yeah so i mean maybe it doesn't have to happen but the fact that they offered to do it went while she was under i just kind of feel like i don't know Yeah, I
0: don't really know. I think it's like a little needle that they just kind of, you know, pop it in. Yeah, just do that. Uh, So I don't think they got to go under for it. Maybe it was just an opportunity. I don't really know. I dated a vet once uh, and I don't know these. I don't know. I know.
1: know. (laughs) It's okay. Yeah. Well, that sounds very eventful. I'm glad that everything worked out okay. Besides yeah. you looking like a fool, Aaron! I know,
0: I know, I know. I have to like I'm still like not fully over how traumatizing the experience was to like fully laugh at myself about it, but we're we're getting there. Yeah. Like, that's good. That's maybe good. two more tornadoes to to even it yes. up. Yes.
1: Yes, exactly. Whew. Well, <laughs> I don't have any stories. So That's we'll alright. I, that.
0: I think I filled the time with, with that. Yes. Ugh. Yes, that was that
1: was a good one.
0: Yeah, yes. I don't have any way to segue into this. I thought I was
1: going to, but I was. I was. I was just thinking. Speaking of disasters. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say speaking
0: of traumatizing experiences. Yeah. But this is, I mean, it's not like that. I know. We're,
1: bad. It wasn't that awful, but like whatever, whatever it takes to get a segue, we'll do it. But <laughs> <laughs> all right, so I guess let's get into it. So mm-hmm. I'm Jesse, and I'm Erin, and we're the
0: Cage Queens. You handled that well. Not as much uh, enthusiasm
1: on that one. It's a little bit of more <laughs> it was
0: solemn, Cage Queens. <laughs>
1: We're just the Cage Queens, okay? <laughs> yeah. Just today. Oh, oh my god. And today we are talking about one of the most treasured Nicolas Cage movies.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Although it doesn't show up in his, like, top build performances on IMDb.
1: It really doesn't?
0: I didn't oh. want. If you go, like, I mean, of the. Because of the new format that they have, it doesn't show up, I don't think.
1: Well, it. Probably shouldn't be because it's his not his best acting performance, but it yeah. was definitely one of the most, like, especially for millennials, I feel like it was came out during a time where like we all watched it and this is where we all got introduced to Nicolas Cage. Yeah. And so it was kind of memorable in that sense, but yeah, yeah only- re-watching it...
0: He only had really one part that felt like Nick, and that was at the mm-hmm. the gala or whatever uh, when he was going to steal the Declaration of Independence. I yes. mean, it's not like we need to go heavy into the... <laughs> we'll, we'll get into it, but I'm just saying he... Uh, I mean, everybody knows that line. It is the line of the movie. Even if yes. you haven't seen the movie, you know that. Nick Cage is going to steal the Declaration of Independence. <laughs> but <laughs> yes. um, but the point was, like, he's just that weird dude when he's talking to Abigail and yes. that other guy. That's mm-hmm. the only true bit of Nick I think that we get.
1: Agreed. But, anyways, I don't, think, I don't think we said it. I don't know if it needs to be said, but this week we watched the um, National Treasure. <laughs> I don't think we
0: said that. I just jumped right into saying my favorite part.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, so, it was released in 2004, and I'm guessing everyone knows the premise of it, where Nick Cage has a family history that um, has been passed on through generations that his family... Has to go through this very um, convoluted treasure hunt to find this <laughs> hidden treasure. And so Nick is one of the last generations that have like dedicated his life looking for it. And so he gets the closest and there's, um, you know, one of his teammates breaks off from him and kind of starts working against him because he wants a treasure. And so it's kind of a like race to get to the treasure first. And, obviously, the Declaration of Independence is involved because there's a secret map on the back, and so that's what's going to lead them to it. So, it's very much a, um, you know, always finding clues and yeah, getting into some shit type deal.
0: Yeah, at some point this movie won't be, like, as memorable. I mean... I think it's really memorable for us because we saw it at a very particular... Like, it came out at a very particular time in our (laughs) lives. (laughs) It was a really big thing, but I'm guessing that, you know, if if you were either, like, older during that time or maybe just being born, you know, you... Mm -hmm. God, man, I, heard, I was at the eye doctor and there was a kid that was like born in 2002 there and he was like getting his Holy own glasses shit. and shit. And I was like, yeah, my, po- my point shit. being, he probably hasn't seen National Treasure. No.
1: <laughs> no way. He was he was a fucking two-year-old when it came out. Yeah, because yes. like this movie was a perfect movie to show like kids in history class, you know, like mm-hmm. when the teachers hung over and doesn't want to teach, <laughs> like just pop in National Treasure. So, um yeah, but it was... I don't even want to go into it. It was just, like, a lot. <laughs> I yeah. think we mentioned last time that it was, like, two hours and something minutes long.
0: I think just... a lot of that
1: was fucking credits, because I, I...
0: Yeah. I think there were, like, ten minutes of credits at the end. So it was probably, really, really like, a two-hour-long movie. Um, but... Yes. Yeah. Uh, I mean... It's, for Nick Cage movies, it has a good pace on it, I think. Like, there's a lot that happens and it moves quickly enough, but Mm -hmm. there's a lot of information to keep up with, too. And so, like, if you're not a history nerd or into, like, the Freemasons and shit like that, like, then it's probably gonna be kind of maybe less interesting. Not boring, just... Yes. I mean, it, does, it makes less sense. There's a lot of Nick reciting bits of history or, you know, just characters reciting bits of history and then looking for symbols on rocks and other things and just, you know, finding clues that lead to other clues. <laughs> yes.
1: Yeah. And there's like, the humor in it was so awful. So, yeah. Riley, which is, yeah. like, Nick's kind of go-to guy, he was supposed to be the comedic relief. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the he worst. was supposed to... Yeah, he was the fucking worst. <laughs> like, everything that, you know, came out of a mouth, you just want to slap him. Like, shut up, Riley. You're mm-hmm. so annoying. You, there's no point for you even existing here. Like, oh, I was sick of him. Didn't like his character at all, but I guess to like third graders, he might be funny. I don't know. I know it's <laughs> but... like I
0: think he's there for the kids. Like I think that's
1: <laughs> not for that's us. all for the kids, not for us. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, didn't like his character, and then Nick's character was such a like he was trying to sell so hard that he just like orgasms over history. Like every time, like he just is so infatuated with everything that has to do with history and so he's a nerd he is a
0: nerd yeah i refuse to believe that so i guess i mean we can do a slightly more in-depth recap where movie kicks off nick is a child played by some little dweeby kid actor who's getting the whole history lesson from grandpa and dad about a treasure that's Supposed to, it lies with the Charlotte, and then we go to Nick as an adult who's going to find the Charlotte. He finds the Charlotte, which is a boat, and <laughs> he has his boy, Riley, with him, and then the other guy, Ian. And they find the next clue, which is like a pipe or whatever that has a little secret message inside of it that Nick just straight up is like yeah I'll use my blood for this and just smears his blood like all over it to get the message and then like Riley uh double cross not Riley (laughs) Ian double crosses Riley (laughs) and Nick and uh because uh the next clue I guess from that pipe somehow extrapolates to they need to get to the Decla- Declaration of Independence. And Ian's like, I'm going to steal it. Like, that's obviously how we have to to get the map or whatever the next clue is. And Nick's like, we can't just steal the Declaration of Independence.
1: Steal it? I don't think so.
0: And so <laughs> Ian's like, well, fuck you. I'm going to go do it, with or without you. And so he leaves them out there. And uh, then Nick and Riley have to fend for themselves and nick decides after some long thinking that he's gonna steal the declaration of independence but he has to do it before ian gets there and yeah
1: so the most memorable line of the movie happens at 27 minutes and 56 seconds um where nick says i'm gonna steal the declaration of independence And I was looking into some of the the facts because they were kind of going over their plan of how they were going to do it. Mm -hmm. And obviously, it has to be very uh, sneaky because they can't just walk out of the building with it because it is protected with bulletproof glass. It is, um, when it's not on display, it goes into, like a vault that is underground and I was looking up to see if that was actually true and it turns out it is and I was like hmm. whoa look at them doing their doing their research on this um and the and it's also like has all of these sensors um on it to see if it has too much heat too much light so that you know in the case that it does they can alter the conditions to make sure that it's not getting exposed to elements that would cause it to degrade And so their scheme is like, all right, well, we have to um, kind of trigger some of those sensors so that they take it and bring it into the preservation room where the document is the least protected. And from that point, we'll just walk out of the room with it (laughs) because I guess it's not very guarded in the preservation room. Um, And so there's this big event that was happening and they're like, well, that's the perfect time to, to get her done.
0: Yeah, and Nick um, has, like, a very elegant plan where he get, he's in disguise, you know, as, like, a maintenance man to get into the building. And then he switches into his cocktail um, attire, which is, you know, a full tuxedo or whatever. And he, and that's where, he, you know, my favorite part is comes out where he's talking to Abigail because he's getting her fingerprints off the glass um, off of a champagne flute so he can get into the secret, you know. Uh, room where they put where they moved the the declaration of independence which in my notes is just the d so <laughs> <laughs> i kinda, yeah it's like uh, nick stole good. the d um but, <laughs> uh, during this heist that is popping off like you know nick's really getting the declaration and uh, during during this heist, Ian is also breaking into the building, but not as elegantly. He's like, <laughs> he's just like, blowing shit blowing up, shit up. <laughs> <laughs> blowing shit up, like knocking people out and just, you know, using their <laughs> fingerprints that way. And um, still, all get to the same point and they get to. A part where Nick has to use the Declaration of Independence as like a bulletproof shield to save his life um, to get into the elevator to steal it. And he does make it out of the building with the, the document, um, but not after hiding out in a gift shop where he's forced to purchase um, of, of the fake Declaration of Independence uh, because the lady at the shop thinks he's trying to steal it. Um, even though he has the real one under his coat. So. Uh, sneaky, sneaky. Yeah, he gets out of the building, and uh, Abigail, the chick that works at the National Archives, who's a big history nerd like Nick, uh, chases after him and gets caught up in all of this. And there's like a whole thing where she grabs the. The rolled up declaration out of Nick's hands and tries to take off with it, but she gets taken by Ian and his gang, and they get it, and Nick is able to save Abigail, but not the declaration, and they're like, fuck, we lost it, and Nick's like, haha, joke's on them, that was the fake one, I have the real one. And I still don't know how
1: he pulled that off, but... I know. He did. Yes, and... And, like, there's this scene where she's, like, because uh, Ian and his crew, they have, like, a van. And she's literally, like, the back door of the van gets uh, busted open. And so she's hanging onto the top of the, like, door as it, like, swings around. And apparently she was doing her own stunts during that scene. Oh, I was, like, shit.
0: Whoa. Wow, nice. you did so
1: much more research than I did. <laughs> I, I thought that this movie would have a ton of cool trivia because of, you know... At least how well we thought it was known. <laughs> yeah. But like I know. It, it turns out a lot of the trivia was just related to the um, you know, historical accuracy mm-hmm. of some of the like, you know, things that they go into. And I was like, No, I wanna hear trivia about the actors and like what was going on with them because like that's the fun stuff and like I had to I had to go dig for that because it wasn't readily available. I still didn't find anything interesting about Nick though. It seemed like it was a very like bland performance on his and it's almost like it was one of these performances where he had to stick to the script and he didn't get to do his own Nick Flair on it. So I Mm -hmm. think that's probably why we didn't see him and in you know as we like him.
0: Well yeah I think part of that's because it's a Disney movie, like yes. And he's if you want to if you want to get into the Disney franchise market, which is where like the big bucks are, if you're an actor, um, like you gotta kind of play by their rules, otherwise they'll drop
1: you so fucking quick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So uh, must have been a point in the career where he's getting pretty money hungry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, so now Abigail's with the the team, and she doesn't want to leave because. She you know the she, declaration. Has, the D. Yeah, she needs the D. Yeah, she needs the D. A <laughs> patriot she is. Um, so she's German then, too. She's not even like a I, yeah. patriot. <laughs> I know. I thought that was a weird <laughs> fact. Yeah, um, but yeah. So then they have to. They determine that they have to go to Nick's dad's house because he has some. Documents that they need to further like unravel clues. Mm-hmm. And Nick's dad is a treasure hater. Like, he's like, I've already wasted so much of my life looking for this thing that doesn't exist. You should not do the same to yours. And
0: well, yeah, I mean, like, his because you know, John Voight playing Nick's dad, Nick's daddy, uh, he had to put up with his dad's obsession with the treasure hunt and like. You know, he got into it, but he realized based on, you know, like, seeing his dad never fulfilling his dream, you know, like, it's a waste of time to go after something that probably just
1: doesn't exist. Yeah, I'm with dad on that one. Yep. Um, yeah, so then the dad's like, I'm not gonna, like, give you shit, like, this is just gonna lead you to another, like, endless, you know, search and Nick's like, well, what if I prove to you that we have the next clue? And so then they do this homemade remedy where they start unveiling the, the codes on the back of the Declaration of Independence. And mm-hmm. so Nick's like, haha, told you so. Now we need those docs that you have. And dad's like, oops, donated them. <laughs> and Nick's like, God damn it. And yeah. at that point, uh the dad Finds out that the document that Nick has is the D. So <laughs> he's like, Oh my God, Nick, what have you gotten yourself into? Mm-hmm. And he, Nick's like, Well, gotta keep going. Sorry, Dad, can't leave right. you in this. And so they kind of staged that he got kidnapped because the FBI was on his tail. Um, yeah, and that's Nick's.
0: That's where they have to go. I think it, it's to Philly. Is that where they're going? To yeah. Find it's there's yeah. The letters got donated, the do good letters got donated to a museum or whatever, um, in Philly. So they have to go there and they basically pay a small child to go inside <laughs> and like, um, get the letters because, like, on the back of the D was a series of codes that, um, translated like. Page, line, and letter, or like number letter. Mm -hmm. Like, it all had to do with like counting out the right, you know, thing. And, uh, yeah, they pay a small child to do this for them, like, um, in like small sections just so they don't get recognized by, um, Ian or the FBI. And Ian does catch up and kind of, he, he figures out that this, what this kid's up to. And just before, um, he can, he, you know, follows him and catches him. Uh, Riley figures out the last bit of the the trivia, or I don't know who figures it out, but somebody figures it out, and they mm-hmm. leave before they get the last few uh, letters, and the clue leads them to the Liberty Bell.
1: Yeah. Nick finds some, some special ass glasses, Ian's <sighs> on his tail, and so they yeah. all split up, and so Ian's crew is like chasing all of them. And there's just this long chase scene. And uh, this dumb bitch Abigail trips and like chucks the Declaration of Independence in the middle of the road. And then Ian snags it. And so they run away without the D. And Nick somehow gets caught by the FBI. And oh, how our heroes fall at that point in the movie. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, things get weird here. Like, somehow Abigail makes a deal with Ian. Uh, yeah, I didn't
1: really help, understand that.
0: I know. To help, like, and they, like, help break Nick away from the FBI when he's trying to help them with, like, a surveillance, like, sting operation. Like, it got really confusing. The FBI was trying to use Nick um, maybe as bait to get... D or whatever. I can't remember. Um, But Ian and his goons help Nick escape FBI, you know, security, I guess. Mm -hmm. And uh, they kind of are trying to work together at this point to get, I guess, to the treasure. And they are getting closer and, you know, um, Abigail and Nick think they have the leverage, but obviously there's there's a twist because Ian has John Voigt Nick's daddy hostage Oh
1: no
0: <laughs> So they all like have to go together I guess down into this crypt for the the re- remaining bit of the movie and uh Ian makes John Voigt go first and you know it's super dangerous because in this like crypt it's like a whole like... Um, wooden staircase, basically, with platforms that go down to nowhere, or really, really deep, and it's super dangerous and old. And there's some yeah, action. Yeah, so happens. you know,
1: you know, something's gonna happen. Turns out, yeah. one of uh Ian's best boys, uh, Shaw, <laughs> took took a wrong step and just fell to his death. <laughs> yeah, oh, uh, it yeah, got kind of dark there. It hard. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes, he does. And he does not make it out. Um, and then there's some, like, you know. There's, yeah, Nick things and, uh,
0: breaking and they're jumping across to safety. And at some point, everybody yeah. gets onto, like, this dumbbell elevator. Um, not before Nick literally drops Abigail onto a ledge. In order to save the D. Like, <laughs> like actually lets go of her, like, fully. Yeah. Just like, you trust me? And she's like, yes. And he's like, alright. And they just let her go and <laughs> grab the D. <laughs> yeah. But everybody's safe. And they get onto this, like, elevator and ride it to where they need to go. And they end up at, like, this empty room. And they're like, oh, looks like the treasure's gone. And... Ian's like, okay, well then, peace out, fuckers. We'll just leave you here because you're not giving me the last clue. I know you know something, and mm-hmm. John Voight, Daddy, gives him a false clue, and whoa, <laughs> you know, to help leverage for their freedom. But Ian leaves them anyways to go off on this, uh, he to leave to go to Boston, I guess, um, and uh, they're like, why did you tell him the clue or whatever? And he's like, it was fake, ha ha ha, and. Then Nick's like, the real ones somewhere in here, and they, you know, find the secret passageway, which is, you know, from finding a series of symbols on the wall and buttons yes. and stuff, and they open it up, and in, in, I think that goes directly into the actual treasure room, right?
1: Yes. Yeah, and it turns out that it actually is empty, and Nick feels so disheartened, and he's like, Dad, you were right. And then him and his dad have a moment. He's like, no, son, you found it. And then they, like, bond. And then Abigail's like, I'll keep looking. And Riley's just panicking that they can't, you know, that they're stuck underground with no way out. And um, then I guess the, he Nick finds some... Inspiration oh, to keep moving forward. Yeah,
0: he's like he and him and his dad are like this can't be the actual room because there's no ventilation shaft or whatever it is. Yeah. That that re- they're like there's no way the founders would build the treasure room without an exit. I think was the whole thing. So yeah. they realize it's probably not the actual treasure room. Again, a second fake treasure room, and so they <gasps> <laughs> they. Oh, yeah. they've he Nick finds, like, a hole in the wall that's yeah. shaped perfectly like that pipe that he found. And he's like, it can't be this simple. And he pops it in <laughs> and opens it up to the actual
1: big-ass treasure room. Yes. And, yeah, they're, so they're all celebrating with joy that they found the treasure room, and there is an escape. Um, And so then Nick kind of climbs out of the wall and um, he gets a hold of a phone to call the FBI. And then now somehow Nick has room for negotiation. Like he's like talking to the FBI and he's like, um, you know, hey, found the treasure. And then the FBI guy's like, whoa, what do you want for it? Like, Like as if Nick's the one that can like, I don't know. He he just kind of blows off the fact that he stole the the D, and he's like, uh, "No consequences." And he's like, "I gotta arrest somebody." Yeah. And so then Nick's like, "Well, I know, I know who he can do that. Who, uh, uh, whatever, yeah."
0: yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so he, t- yeah, he tells them, basically, that Ian's in Boston and exactly where to find him. So they go and arrest Ian, and that's who gets to go to prison for the crime of stealing the declaration. But not Nick. Instead, Nick gets a big-ass mansion, and everybody gets a buttload of money, and the museum artifacts get split up amongst various government museums or public museums, and, and everybody lives happily ever after. Nick gets the girl... Ian gets arrested, yeah. Riley gets a car
1: and the house yeah.
0: probably.
1: <laughs> yeah. And apparently Nick heard. turned Nick turned down his portion. Like he he got the house, but like they all also offered him a portion of the money which mm-hmm. would have turned out to be at least a billion dollars. And yeah. uh he's like no, it's too much. Like bitch, why else were you searching for the treasure like Oh, he just yeah. loved history so much that he couldn't make money off of it, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. But, whatever. He got the girl and that's all he needed, apparently. So. Yeah. That was it. That was the movie. And. It was entertaining, but. At least it kept, yeah, it kept a good pace and, like they were always like switching but it was it was like too unbelievably fast to be switching like nick would just get those clues like took him 2 minutes to yeah. unravel the next clue yeah. i was like this is bullshit uh, yeah. yeah, and then it also made me think about that one time that we went to an escape room and how like, you and I were just so fucking stupid. We couldn't even. It took us a, a half clear. an hour.
0: <laughs> yeah, the it was like what you have an hour to escape this room. I think maybe I don't know. The first yeah, yeah. Uh, it was uh, something like that. It, but the first half of it, we spent trying to figure out how to blow out fake candles. We're like, there's no way you actually have to blow on these candles. <laughs> <laughs> and the fucking person who watches you during the escape room to make sure you're not like doing things really fucking wrong was like, no, you actually have to blow on the candles. <laughs> and we're like, oh. Uh, uh, yeah.
1: Wasted so much yes. fucking time. It was. It was a big waste of time. And so we didn't actually escape. It was very disappointing. <laughs> we got to the end and it was like a very hard clue at the end. It was end. so hard. We're like, we're like, we can't do this.
0: Yeah, for like the two minutes that we had remaining. No fucker. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But, so I was yeah. just wishing that we had our Nick, uh, Nick Cage in that moment to, you know, understand yeah, things and nice. that. Yeah, so, um, we're not very good at that kind of stuff, yeah, but...
0: I'm not good with those types of puzzles and riddles, really. Me neither. At all. My brain can't think <laughs> cleverly like that. No. I'm so bad at that shit. Obviously, um. we couldn't get out of the fucking escape room. <laughs>
1: yeah. <sighs> uh, yeah. I made a last-minute donation. Pretty big one. So, I think this movie, I mean... Yeah, it's definitely for young, a younger audience. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: It's still pretty good, though. I mean, overall, like, it's watchable, but it's not my
1: favorite Nick movie. I agree. Do you think Nick got to pick out his own outfit? Because, like, you know how when um, I for- yeah. he changed from the tuxedo to, like, more regular people clothes so that they wouldn't stand out? I uh, don't think that first outfit was his choice (laughs) I mean (laughs) that like
0: quarter zip sweater thing that he was wearing no way it was no way would Nick normally wear a quarter zip sweater I don't think not
1: sexy enough for him
0: (laughs) exactly Uh, (sighs) there was like one other thing that I just thought about Mm, motherfucker
1: well I guess I
0: won't remember it that's okay Whatever. Yep. Um
1: better. yeah. So do we do we have anything else to talk about about this movie? No, because I can't remember the thing that I was gonna say, so <laughs> Alright, so let's go into ranking and um see where we put it in the in the list of things.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, I don't I don't know how I feel about ranking this.
0: I know, and that's the thing, like it's it's entertaining, highly unrealistic. Nick's performance is, eh, you know, not like it doesn't stand out. I yeah. guess. Okay. I'm, I'm around this region, the Gone in sixty seconds thing. Yes. I'm not sure if I like his character more in Gone in sixty seconds or in National Treasure. I feel
1: like I just remember. Wait, was it him who, like, turned on the radio and started beating someone senseless? Or was that a different movie? No, that's a different movie. That's a completely different movie. (laughs) Okay, because I was going to say, if it was that movie, then I definitely liked his character better. But yeah, you're right, because he was the one that was trying to save his brother in Gone in 60 Seconds. So there was nothing really, like... He was just supposed to be the the guy with the the brains of the operation that didn't really mm-hmm. have any personality. So yeah, that's very similar to this. Um, I would say let's put it let's put it above, just because I, I I guess I like the topic of history more than I like the topic of cars. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Is it better than Captain Krill's mandolin? <laughs> honestly, I don't even. <laughs> You're getting all the movies mixed up. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, my God. Captain Corelli. That was where he, like, was supposed to have an Italian accent. Uh Uh-huh. But he didn't. La Bambina. Yeah. And he was just, like, too optimistic in this, like, brutal war. Yeah. I guess as far as watchability, I would probably watch National Treasure before Captain Corelli. I was just thinking the same thing. Um, so I'll now put it... sunny is it above sunny <laughs> <laughs> no okay so I think it's final resting place is going to be number 25 which is below sunny and above captain corelli and that's 25 out of 43 so <laughs> a national treat you know. <laughs> that's why I started typing <sighs> Oh, if only this was a treat to watch I know, and um, there's a sequel. Uh, I was thinking about that, too, how we're going to have to watch another one.
0: <laughs> did you see, because while I was, when I was trying to research, I was seeing things about A National Treasure 3.
1: Yes, I saw that, too, because Nick was hoping that his die-hard fan base would come through for a third one.
0: <laughs> but I think he's relinquishing... the the role, like, I mean, or maybe not being the starring character, maybe having a smaller part, so we'll still have to watch it if he's in it.
1: (laughs) Yeah, because I I wonder if they would do a thing that, like, him and Abigail have, like, a son. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I wonder... I guess we'll have to get... I've never seen the second National Treasure, so... Me neither,
1: so I don't even know if they stay together.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I know. I guess we'll have to see that to really be able to speculate. Um, Yes. Yeah, and that one's just down the pipe, not too far. Mm -hmm. But our next one is actually Lord of War, which I've never seen. Um, this one came out in 2005. It's rated R, finally. Something a little more interesting yes. than whatever <laughs> PG show we've been watching. Uh, it's two hours and two minutes. <sighs> can't wait until movies get shorter. <laughs> of course. Really. Just can't wait. All right. Uh, it's an action crime drama. And it's a uh, little description here. says, an arms dealer confronts the morality of his work as he is being chased by an Interpol agent.
1: Do you know what Interpol is? Yeah,
0: I don't know what it stands for. Isn't it like Maybe. international police kind of the idea? Sucks. But I don't think it's actually that.
1: Um, I think it's a the International Criminal Police Organization. Yeah, so. Okay, yeah, yeah. okay so it is actually that.
0: Right. Mm -hmm. The only concern I have, though, is Nick's playing a character named Yuri, which means he's probably (laughs) gonna have an accent. Oh yes, (laughs) he's so bad at (laughs) O's. I know. So it's gonna be gonna be interesting.
1: interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So all right. Well, I'm at least excited for an R-rated movie because it seems like we've been on a stream of very, you know. No swearing, so get it. <laughs> Hopefully we'll see an explosive side of Nick that we like to see. Well, I think in the end, Nick's the only national treasure we need in our lives. I'm not going to let you steal the Declaration of Independence. Someone's going to steal the Declaration of Independence. I'm going to steal the Declaration of Independence.